0: They do hip hop better than you.
1: Oh, this is Tissy in the cave. The Styles. They first, man. You got this motherfucker slapping, ain't it? Shout out to Phil Matic. Davis. Let's survive backwards for all you slow motherfuckers. Tissue in the tank. get your decks ready, we started building, moving pieces for new releases, Kleenex in your weak LPs just to delete it, conservation through conversations and deeper meanings, politicking on music, literature and sneakers up, we put the work in, gaining respect. Heat holders, if you move it foul, we get you the check. Nothing like the mother guys who do anything for a check. Draws to the floor, slot outline you like making a sketch. This is the city we rep. Brotherly love, all in your face while they hate under breath. From G Town to all my ops, making places out west. T-I-T-T, help you escape from the everyday stress. 300 interview apps, showing you ways to success take no
2: you recording live from somewhere it's the world's famous t-i-t-t is home team in the motherfucking house no question as always it is i davis backwards and who state your name gangster. Philmatic 365 aka where y'all been at man hey man of course man we want to give a big shout out to everybody listening right now uh we are on the other side of 2023 it is officially in in full effect. Uh, the heat holders are have officially been reinstated. The stakes hey, are hey, definitely Ohio. high. Uh, Phil yeah, you know, one, you Can't stop potting, man. Too short. <laughs> hey, man, listen. One of your favorite bars of all time, man. What was it? Lar- larger stakes on larger states? You already know, man. That's that's what we're trying to get to. But no, um, as always, man, my brother, of course, it is an honor and a pleasure to be able to share this this space, this platform with you. Um, Likewise, Chief man um it's been a it's been a crazy run that we've been on obviously over the past nine plus years um shout to the generals uh the the whole war room sports podcast network we would not be where we are without them we always got to uh, show love and say salute to them
0: shout out to the whole family tally and twine of course shout out shout out the uh to the timekeeper um uh, Father Time, all the all the nicknames. Yes, sir. Uh, shout out, shout out to all our, our day zero. Shout out to Darla, of Course, Reem, and G. Yes, sir. You know, shout out to the homie verse. You yes. know, er- everybody that's rock with us, man. But we we are back. I mean, I can do all the the cliche stuff once again. It's on. You know, can't stop rapping, can't stop potting. You know, what 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 uh what Drake say uh. Uh, I can't even remember the line now, but he was like, uh hi haters on back of hiatus. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're but
2: sorry.
0: you know, all, all of that, man. We we here, man, to do what we do, talk about this thing of ours, the thing that we love the most is hip-hop culture and music. You know, we, we don't we don't care who shot who. We, we don't we don't care who was fighting in the courtroom. That's not what we do, man. This is this is uh this is hip hop over here. Take them white sunglasses off.
2: <laughs> well, without any further ado, Phil I mean, you know, it's always a special occasion when we do have tissue in the tape alumni, and you know, we're we're some 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 OGs, some old heads, however you want to call it. So, us burning the midnight oil, you know, it's nothing to us. But anytime we can get, you know, uh, extended family, you know, uh, family of the show, not even friend of the, you know, friend of the show, family of the show. You know to, to burn the midnight oil with this man uh it's a special event so tell tell the people what we got in store for them today
0: yo man i got one i got one of the uh somebody super special to me man super special to us but th- this is a family affair man uh i got i got my i got my little bro in the house man so it's always a good time man uh back back for the uh it feels like he's he's been here the whole time like just singing in the background but uh officially <laughs> Back for the second time, man. We we got we got uh the the newest uh internet celebrity. <laughs> we go get into that <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, but we got we got my little bro, man. Tashawn in the
2: house, man. Welcome back.
3: Peace, y'all. Thanks for having me back. Glad to be here.
2: Man. Look so cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean
3: you know
2: hum- humble humble is as humble does, man. But- yeah, man. Speaking of, man, Phil, we're just going to get right into it. Like, last time we visited with Tashaun, um you know, Elon was not the CEO of Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... You so know, much the world of, was
1: very different.
2: The world, was, <laughs> the, very world different. was
3: very different. Very different, very different. Yeah,
2: and um, like, yo... You gave us some insight into that, uh, you know, obviously without, you know, giving too much of the recipes out, but just talk to us a little bit, you know, just like how have things been for you just professionally and then we'll get into some other things, but like just professionally, just where you are now, like just kind of just update us.
3: Yeah, man. Fortunately for me, I'm in a super good space, uh, you know, was at Twitter, I think pretty fresh out starting when I um, last spoke to y'all, but uh mm-hmm made it a full year um everybody knows elon kind of came in and they basically thugged him down and made him buy the (laughs) company because he he put himself in that predicament but um i actually got out before anything official came through uh i saw the writing on the wall personally immediately and i was like i'm not gonna be here when she hit the fans so I got out and then um, shout out to all the recruiters on LinkedIn because they swarm like vultures, not just on me, but everybody like it got a little bit extra. I was getting hit up pretty much every day with recruiters. I would say I got two or three e- emails a day, Um, but I got out of there like basically everything had stopped when they first he was going to join the board. And then he's supposed to speak to us. And then that Sunday, he was like, no, nah, I'm going to buy the company. And then from that day forward, everything stopped. Like everything I was working on went on a pause for like a month and a half. And I was like, no, nah, I got to get out of here. So interview with a couple other people. Um, It came down to Square, Nike, and then eventually ended up at Disney where I'm at now. Um. Oh.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't I, I understand you're a humble gentleman and that's much respect, but you can't just throw <laughs> those three out there, matter of factly, for the people. One one time, one time for the people in the back.
3: Square, Nike, and then now I'm at Disney. Um, that's who I, I I gave the, gave the go ahead to. That's who I'm with now. So. Nice. But, uh. It it all came down to, honestly, who was going to throw the offer first, and Nike was a long process. I made it to the end and was just waiting on an offer, because they were going to send it, so it was just waiting and waiting and waiting, but they were dragging their feet, taking forever. I thought the Disney job in general was fake, because I was getting so many emails, so I didn't even respond to it for like a month, and then I finally responded to it, and from the time I responded to actually me signing my offer letter was like two and a half weeks. They wanted me real bad, so... I just took that as a sign I was like I'm not going to wait for you know in undetermined amount of time for Nike to hit me back let me just take this offer and it came correct with the package too so I was like okay sorry Nike um but super happy where I'm at now um if you got any issues with the- man, but
0: all- I was like
2: this I was like this goes <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was no, I was man. tight. I was like, nah, if I if I get the Nike, I stay to five years. I get my lifetime discount. You know what I'm saying? I can spread the wealth. But, you know, it wasn't meant to be.
0: Hey, man, you you made the right choice, man. They, you, you can't you can't wait on other people, man. When when a, a, a big time player like Disney is offering you exactly what you wanted, you know what I mean, yeah.
3: for sure. And they showed um they were proactive. They made it clear that they wanted me. So that made me feel good, too. It was like, all right, these people are dragging their feet. They want me, but they're not acting like that these people came in and swooped in and was like, oh, we want to snatch them up. So Yeah. Um that's dope.
2: Yeah. Um, in that corporate space like that, um, you know, with the offers and, you know, the package and there's all the different stuff that comes along with that. Um someone that 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 wears a lot of hats creatively like yourself, um How does that feel when, you know, you're kind of out of that creative space and you're kind of waiting for the corporate um, red tape to fall where it may? Uh,
3: Just try not to get discouraged because you're going to hear one, a lot of no's from companies that you were excited to work for that gave you the the interview and opportunity. So you're going to get a lot of no's when you're kind of halfway or even at the end of the process. Or sometimes you'll make it to the end and then the offer, they don't come correct with the offer. So it's like uh, that's a lateral move or they're way underpaying you even more than they kind of, you know, told you up front. So the biggest thing is to not get discouraged. Like I still had a job at the time, right. so I wasn't super tripping. I was like, you know, whatever happens, happens. But just trying to keep a positive mentality. And like I said, picking up on different cues, like Nike was dragging their feet. Disney made it very clear that they wanted me and move really quickly. So, um, I'm a big proponent of taking what the universe throws at you and just not ignoring those signs and all signs pointed to this is a good thing, you ignored it, it's real. Um, they want you like go for that and then you know take the journey from, from there. So just keep them in a positive attitude through everything.
2: That's good advice. Um, for, for all our listeners out there, you know, uh we, we got people that are listening and you know, all walks of life, whether it be just in the strictly just creative space or entrepreneurs or just people that are, you know, definitely running the, you know, the corporate marathon. So, um, you know, it's just good to just hear different perspectives of it. Phil, you know, we obviously have our, you know, our qualms sometimes with the corporate landscape and, you know, all the, the all the hoops they try to make us run through, you know, and all i be
0: trying to be in there like Terry Tate off his linebacker, yo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah man Cor- corporate uh you know worked at some some pretty big companies in you know Verizon and Amex and it's just like yo why do y'all why do y'all make it so inefficient and is it's it's a whole lot of uh a whole lot of nothing at a lot of these companies, and it's it's really like just so much middle management and all that stuff. I mean, we could get into all the gripes about that, but that's not why we here, man. Yeah. Salute to you, man, on the on the on the move. Sure. You know, getting that Mickey Mouse money. <laughs> you know, that's, that's all. That's always. I mean, did they, <laughs> they 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 invited y'all out there, right?
3: I mean, we get well. I get free access to the parks, so I definitely took advantage of that. Yeah, me and Chelsea went in October, kid free, um, scared me to death. I don't know if I'm going to ever take them at this young age because I saw the kids there and that shit looked like war, you know, like it was kids sprawled out on the ground, passed out, you know I'm yo. saying, laid out in the stroller, screaming in the gift shop and shit. I'm like, I ain't ready for this. Yo, when
0: yeah. Z went, she was like, man, it's a lot of walking. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you got young late,
1: yo.
2: Yeah, man. nah. Yeah, it's, but, it's, it's definitely real, man. I, I, I've i done the cruise. Um, which was probably one of the best weeks of my life, and then we did Disney World uh, with the kids, and they were five and seven. So I mean, you know, they just enough to where you can be like, all right, you you know, like you know, kind of, <laughs> you know, and they would listen. But yeah, any anything under five, I think is, it might be a little tough, you know. So what, what made the cruise so much better? The cruise when I came back from the cruise. Um, I'm not on no Kanye West stuff or nothing, but I was like, yo, I see why the, the South went to war with the North, like for, for <laughs> us to continue to have slaves. Because, I mean, if that's how, and I know they was probably treating us not nearly as, as good as the slaves were treating the slave masters, but like, yo, like if if that's what people were that's how plantation work where they people were, were waiting on your hand and foot like that like I see why they were like nah we we got to we we got to rumble for this we ain't just giving up <laughs> it's free labor like yo that was incredible man i mean I, it's know, an all inclusive job i mean yeah i mean the way that they do it is they they make sure that you're taken care of as long as you purchase certain stuff so i mean for the most yeah. part oh, everybody gosh, that gotcha. was on the on the on the boat Was was you know had the wristband so you know you could just get your drinks you could get your food you know had all of this they had all you know it was just it was just very well managed and again like I said like if that's how the rich is living like I understand why there are certain systems in place. You know, for for there to be halves and have we
0: got we got to keep them down, man. Because uh,
2: these, these blue,
0: blue motorcycles don't make themselves. Yeah, listen, man.
2: That, I mean, again, like I'm just like, oh, like that, that was my first time ever doing anything like that, to so where it was like being being weighted on hand and foot like that. So again, I yeah, I man, just, that's like we with the sandals, yo. Yeah, I just I, so I was just unfamiliar, so I was like, oh, this is this is why they was good. like people be going to war over free labor.
3: Yeah, I All thought right. I was the only one because resorts make me feel mad and uncomfortable just because it's a bunch of people that look like me waiting hand and foot on people. Yeah, so You want to take towels and shit from him? Like, no, nah, no, nah, nah, I, I got it. I got it. But then
2: you're like, well, I mean, I did pay for this. So like I kind of like but at the same time, like, yeah, I'm I'm not the guy that's going to be a jerk and be like, yeah, go get me another uh, spritzer.
3: Yeah, they be talking to people crazy out there, man. Yeah, oh, just, yeah. oh they. Be I, I be feeling away. I be feeling away seeing it.
0: Yeah, and then you can't, and then at the, like at least I know at like the sandals joint, you can't. You're not allowed to tip them, or yeah. if you offer it to them, they're not allowed to take it. They can, That's they can crazy. literally get fired. That's crazy. here's man. one last
2: thing about the cruise I'll say though that, that I thought that was so dope. So they had a, a couple movie theaters on the boat. So at any given time, they were playing all of the Disney movies. You know, like. Pretty much it was up until the most recent one that had come out. But also all the TVs were Disney channel. So you had an MCU channel. You had, you know, all the ESPN. <laughs> yeah, that's fire. You know, so like it, it really was. They really and this is pre-Disney uh, Plus, right? Uh, It was. Disney Plus had just premiered literally like a month before. So, like, oh, okay. you know, so it was like kind of new. But yeah, it was like you were really getting to see disney flex you know espn you know the, the marvel they, they really flex their muscles as far as like Star
0: all wars they, they they's yeah. bringing out all the all exactly the fans.
2: exactly so yeah so i could see that so man congratulations to And that you know again obviously for you professionally but then again just for your family too. like the the incentives and all the, the stuff that you guys will be able to do like that that's gonna be incredible i think yeah it
3: feels like i finally got a home like I've been in some weird situations with companies the past like 3 to 4 years and it feels like I fit right in here and they've it's very clear they value me and my skill set and what I do so hopefully I can stay here for quite some time.
2: So the the blackbirds are just they're free.
3: A lot of your fellow blackbirds are free. <laughs> yeah, they they <laughs> flew south for the winter. I don't know where they went. They <laughs> <laughs> they're not in San Francisco no more. Fuck that yeah, place. That's crazy, man. <laughs>
2: that's crazy. Um so like Phil, like one, one of the things that we obviously have to talk about, we're going to talk about at the end of the show, of course, is, you know, just wrapping up last year. We normally do the hippies, but we're abbreviating it. And we wanted to save it specifically for our conversation with Deshaun because we value, of course, you know, his opinion on stuff. But as as we're moving forward with this conversation here, man, like outside is open, right? All the way. Definitely. <laughs> So there are some dope events that are happening um, that, you know, probably didn't get a chance to take place in the past couple of years. And um, one of the things that we've always throughout the course of the past couple of years, we've kind of been lovers and haters of the whole versus. um, uh, You more than me. (laughs) (laughs) So like there's been certain matchups and certain like um, performances that I've that I really enjoy like when they did the the Fred Hammond and uh uh Kirk Franklin on Easter Sunday like that that that's just incredible you know the Isley yeah. brothers um in Earth Wind and Fire. The Ryan Isley
1: brothers. Yeah so like I mean
2: like like yeah like when you when you see stuff like that it's like all right that was dope. But the 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 um the battles that we used to see the beat battles the you know the the battles in the bashments and whatnot between the, you know the, the selectors and whatnot. Like these are things that that have been a part of you know the culture forever. So now it seems like maybe we are kind of getting back to that a little bit. Um, you know, with you know, DMC always does their thing, uh uh Red Bull does their thing, but like the beat battles, like I think we might be kind of like getting back to that a little bit and Tishana or somebody that opportunity to, um, to, to witness that firsthand. So tell us, you know, just kind of just give us a, 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 how did, how did you even get the hall pass to get out of the crib to go and to start with that, you know, and tell us <laughs> who it was and, and what compelled you to, to go to, you know, the, the recent show you went to.
3: Yeah. So first off, for those that don't know, um, originally from Virginia, but I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, in the past, I think year or two, There's been little events happening throughout the city. Uh, Gene Brown, who's like a really known record collector and dealer from New York, supplies a bunch of records that have been sampled on a lot of your favorite records to many producers throughout the the country. He lives out here now, so he's the one that's been doing these Gene Brown beatdowns, these producer battles, um, and also doing like little DJ sets with the different producers and stuff like that, too. Um, The first big battle he did was just blaze versus jake one and a bunch of people on the undercard now i didn't go to that i literally slept through it i was gonna go and then fell asleep on the couch and then by the time it was time for me to go i was like nah i caught somebody's ig live and watched it and then they announced this battle it was knots and binks so it was va so i was like all right i gotta go regardless i'm not gonna miss this especially how crazy the last one was um, but besides them, Stro Elliot, who I'm a huge fan of, he was going against tall black guy, who I'm another huge fan of, uh, Stro Elliott's part of the roots, tall black guys from Detroit, incredible producer. Uh, and then it was Tico and 14 KT and super Dave West. So my OGs from back home, shout out to B2IM, my guys, my DJ crew from back home, they sent me the flyer and I saw it. I was like, okay, bet I'm going for sure. And then a bunch of people from back home said they was coming too, um, and I got the hall pass. It was at night. So usually at night, I'm good. Like, I'm good if if the babies is, you know, in bed, everybody's fed and all that. After, like, 7, 8, I got the green light to go ahead and kind of just do me. I can't go crazy and just go out every weekend. Like, I'm single or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I told her, I'm like, yo, I'm going to this beat battle. She's like, oh, you want me to go? I'm like, nah, that's some nerdy hip-hop shit. You're going to be like, I just stand uh, here listening really. <laughs> to beats. So she was like, okay, yeah, go have fun. So I went out there. And um. Just saw a lot of familiar faces, man, from back home and people that I know and have met and become friendly with out here. And it was just dope to see like not just people I know, but clearly Virginia and 757 specifically was in the building because everybody let it be know like, I'm from Norfolk. You saw the made in Norfolk shirts, Star Trek jackets, all that. Um, and it was just a beautiful thing, man. And shout out to Gene, he brought the hip hop legends with him. Uh, Lord finesse was there. He had actually did a DJ set with um with skills the night before at a spot out here. Diamond D was there. Obviously, knife wonder was there. Um, some of the younger cats, Ruben Vincent and Mavi, they're from Charlotte, so they were out there. Um, for the comic book nerds, Sanford Green. He's from San, He's from South Carolina. He is uh, one of the oh, best wow. uh, comic book artists ever in my opinion but definitely now he does bitter root which is what he's known for but also has done like dc and marvel work he was there with his sons um and i think one of his sons is a producer who makes beats and is actually pretty dope um but yeah it was just it was just dope to see obviously being from back home i've seen knots and bink even at the same party doing this kind of thing right. before but it was just different seeing it in that context where they were going beat for beat and uh a lot of the, the two battles before that were real friendly uh, and this one was friendly too, but it was clear that Notch was like they are friends, but he wanted to kick his back. in. He, he wanted, wanted to smoke, <laughs> but, but like,
2: it, it brings that out of people because he he is such a curmudgeon. And like, I know, like they, you know, they're they're friendly, yeah. they're, they're guys, but like, yeah, like if you if you're not careful, like he might try to embarrass you. Like that's just his his nature. He's just uh, you know, um, he's from my neighborhood, so like, sure. nah I've you know. Like just just to see his his elevation through the ranks and stuff, and just see is just incredible. But um, yeah, like you you got to bring your a game, you know. Like like Banky started, you know the the, the nine hundred hustlers and all those, you know, different drinks like that. You know, you, 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 like wait a second, like I, I know y'all must have forgot. Like don't get it twisted. So
3: yeah, it, it, as far as like who I think won. Like, I don't want to say the corny, like, the culture won. But that's really what happened. But if I'm being, like, (laughs) if I'm being honest, honest. Oh, the
0: culture won. I I hate that.
3: (laughs) It's just, it's such a safe thing to say. But, like, if I'm going to just keep it real, because I know people will want to know, like, what happened, who weren't there. Like, it's a typical versus thing that happens. Like, you can tell not prepared. He meticulously picked his songs. Um, I'm not going to say that Bink didn't do that. I just think that what he thought would go over well in a beat battle didn't go well. Like he played a lot of heavy like album cuts and like weird album cuts. Like he played a lot of just shit that I know that he had was fire. Yeah, he saved it for lash. And that was good because like at the end of the battle, like the last 20 minutes, they were just going hit for hit for hit. But like the first 20, Bink was just playing like beats that are hard and beats that are dope and songs that are dope, but knots got drums and knots got chops and in a battle that's what works and all that lush super drum philly stuff long intros don't hit in a beat battle when you're waiting for you know them drums oh, to hit. the drums so,
2: so from from what i saw too just i'll let you get back to the story but like from what i saw i think bink had the choruses a little bit more like maybe more of the more memorable moments with like the you know the the hooks and he was cutting them off at the right time. But like you were saying, just like kind of the build up a little bit with the intros, it's like devil in a blue dress. Like, like, okay, like you got to kind of get to like the, the meat of the, the sauce, you know, um, instead of just kind of just letting it rock out. But to hear your account of that, it it definitely makes sense.
3: Yeah. yeah, I will, I will give him his credit too, though. Like he had joints that people forgot about or didn't know. So like he played the black street record, and everybody was kind of like, ooh. So like he had joints like that that he slipped in that Knox couldn't really counter with, right. um, which which was good because at first it wasn't looking good and his sound was fucked up. So like uh-huh. they were going back and forth and they had sound issues all night on and off, um, but it wasn't good that uh, Bink's sound was real low. Uh, me being a nerdy DJ dude, like half fat was his fault. He put, he bought a controller to play his stuff on, and his output was RCA and not. Um, XLR, so he's only going to be able to go so loud. Yeah. And I think they were trying t- to tell him that on stage, but you know it is what it is. But what was the, it? Was, was it was an incredible record? night, man. What
2: was the biggest record of the night well, of their battle, I should say.
3: I mean, I, everybody saw it, right? It was just everybody, everybody rise, rise? for sure. That you had because everybody was waiting on it. He dropped it when they were both going back and forth, when they were in a groove. Because what they were going to do was like they ran out of time. So we were getting kicked out the venue. So they were going to go, I think, 20 songs and then play unreleased joints. So Gene was like, all right, we're out of time. Y'all play your unreleased joints. And the crowd went crazy, like, yo, fuck that. We don't want to hear the new shit. Play the hits. And Bink was like, nah, I got the new shit. Like, that's fine. Like, no, fuck that. Play the hits. So they go to hit, play the hits back and forth. And they were going blow for blow. And then when he dropped the Everybody Rise, everybody was so riled up. And then he built it up by playing the sample first. Like, y'all y'all saw the video, like, yeah. Skills was there. He was MC in the battle when they thought he was going to drop it. No, so that built it up even more. So when it came on, everybody went went nuts. Yeah, who was that that was throwing the uh champagne? <laughs> I think that was somebody from um from DMP from Nazi's okay. uh, rap crew. Yeah, yeah,
0: yo, that because like that joint. Because I was like, I was like, I know this, I know, and then when it dropped, I was like, yeah, it's like that joint, that joint was crazy.
3: It looked crazy in the video. And then like the way the stage was set up, all the guests were coming from the side of the stage where like all the backstage past VIP people were coming from the side where Knox was at. So it was it looked more biased than it was not to okay. a bigger crowd. I was going
0: to that because he, he had mad people behind him when he, when he dropped that joint.
3: Yeah, the, 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 I guess the VIP interest or whatever to get backstage was everybody was pushed to that side. So, some people were going back and forth, but most of the people were over on Knott's side just because that's where about was at. Yeah, and he's then part of the I Soul was,
0: Council too, and they in Carolina.
3: That's what I'm saying. So, Knott's uh, was there. I mean, not Knott's, Ninth Crisis. Um, a lot of the Soul Council dudes were there. So, Ninth was hyping his man up. You know what I'm saying? He was like, This is my dude, this is my dude. Matter of fact, I saw him in the lobby Uh, when I was leaving. Didn't say nothing to him because he was dabbing people up, but I heard him say, uh, he was like, that's why I recruited that, man. That's why I recruited that, man. I was like, he's talking cash shit. He's talking his shit. But, uh, but yeah, Everybody rise was obviously the moment. And it was just dope to see and, and be there. Because uh, especially for me, too, um, ELE was the first rap album that I ever, like, as far as, like, listening to it and being, like, having the consciousness to be like, oh, this is dope. I was in fourth grade. My mom gave me that CD. So that was the first real rap CD I listened to that I owned front to back so For me to see that it was was dope, that's
2: dope. That's dope. Um, so I I don't want to miss out on on the 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 moment that we that we (laughs) you you mentioned you mentioned the way that things were set up, and then you mentioned us being able to see the videos. So you know, for our listeners, kind of give us an account of when you normally go to shows. Do you normally take videos just for your own personal archives?
3: I try not to do too much. There's people who go to shows now that they just have their phone out the whole time. And I think that's corny because you're watching the show through your phone. So I try to snap a picture at the very beginning of the show. And then for songs that are my favorites or moments that are happening that are dope, I want to capture those. So um typically every show I go to, I try to do that. Not too crazy, but just try to capture the key moments. So I took videos and pictures and posted it through my story throughout the night and then I posted a couple videos um early Sunday morning uh mostly the knots and the bink joints and I got I captured the everybody rise moment posted to my IG my Twitter didn't think none of it like just posted let it go woke up Monday morning to a lot of weird extra uh, notifications and activities on my accounts and I was like what's going on (laughs) I saw that uh Andrew Barber, Fix Your Drive. Um, shout out to him. Used to read his blog all the time in college. Uh He had mentioned me in a tweet. So, you know, you see the notification. It'll tell you what happened. You know, what I'm saying? it just says this person mentioned you. So I tap on it and it said this tweet has been deleted. And I was like, that's weird. And then I quickly knew it was up because I've been down this road before. I've had this type of thing happen to me so many times in, in college and throughout the years. So I go to his account. See that he posted the video, the everybody rise video that I took, and it's kind of going, it's early in the morning, it's like 6 30 in the morning, but it's already doing numbers. Um, because I guess he posted it that Sunday. I was like, what the fuck? And so then I looked at ninth's Instagram, and that's where everything went crazy and just continued to go crazy in balloon throughout the day. Now I got people hitting me, you know, DMs, messages like, yo, is that your video? Cause I'm confused because you posted that yesterday. I'm like, yeah, that's my video. I don't know how he got it because <laughs> right. I didn't know at the time. Um, and then kind of connected the dots later on. Cousin B shout out to Cousin B, he's cool with Knife. I'm assuming Knife saw him retweet it or repost it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and either screenshot it or downloaded it. And then, uh, you know, he gave me the credit. Andrew Barber ended up giving me the credit later because everybody was asking for more videos and I had four of them, so people. My actual original tweet got a little bit more traction or whatever, but uh it was tight. I ain't going to lie at first because, again, I had PTSD from just this happened to me, you know, in my college days, posting stuff and it going viral and not getting credit for it. But I had to catch myself on my I ain't getting no bread off this. It's my, I took this video on my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the biggest thing for me was like everybody else's reaction to it that wasn't there. They got the experience, how special it was. Um, it is kind of crazy when you see people like Diddy and L Cool J and all these people, you know, say stuff and Knife calls it a renaissance painting and all that. Um, and then it just goes crazy on all these different blogs and Instagram pages or whatever. But uh, shout out to Knots. I reached out to him and sent him all the videos, the extra videos that I had. And he was like, yo, I appreciate you, G. So shout out to him. Cousin B, anytime somebody posts it, he's tagging me in it. Uh, friends tagging me in it, whatever, like the credit is whatever, like it's out there now Ain't nothing I can do about it can't get no bread off it or nothing like that anyway, you know what I'm saying? It's just dope that it's out there and people got to experience the moment, so.
2: I mean, that, that's kind of Phil, uh, you know, I'll throw this to you, but, like, that's kind of what we've always just wanted to do is just connect people with dope moments that we're sure. privy to and, like, to see, you know, like, it, I mean, to shine like, you're from a generation that's just, you know, kind of behind us a little bit. Um uh, when um, extinction level event came out, Phil and I were halfway done with college. You know, say you say you're in fourth grade, so like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so you know what I'm saying. So, little little bit of a, of a time difference here as far as that, but the the sentiment is still there because you did something that we wish that we would have could have been able to do. You know, when we were you know in those shoes as far as being able to. Uh, you know, we still post stuff now from shows that we go to. But um, tell us just about the way that you shot it, because the way that you did it, like you said, like knife called it a Renaissance painting. Like I, I try to take videos and stuff all the time. You know, when I go to shows, and they they end up just being like okay. Like what what was what was somewhat of the the artistic magic that you put on that to just make it look like that? And what what was your motivation to, to shoot it that way? I should say.
3: Yeah, and honestly, it wasn't nothing too crazy. Shout out to Apple and the iPhone 14 Pro. The camera is amazing, so that Back gets life. all the credit. Um, I was close to the stage, but still pretty far to get like the shot y'all saw. So I try not to zoom in too far, and if I ever do do the zoom, I don't do the old people zoom way, zoom in like 16x or whatever. <laughs> I do the designated preset zoom, so it looks kind of still straight. So, I shot it at like a 3x zoom. Uh, I, All my videos I shoot at 4K because Instagram and online they compress it crazy. Yeah, it eats up storage on your phone, but just delete it or back it up so you have the video and then you delete off your phone or whatever. So, 4K, 24 frames per second. I just shot it normally. I saw how hype everybody on the side was. So, I made sure I got a cut of them, went back, cut of them again, went back. Um. And that was that was really it. And then, like, like I said, uh, it was on my phone. So and I was inside. The light was kind of trash. So my rule of thumb, my cheat code for everybody out there that takes videos and and photos. If your photo is shitty, just put it in black and white and filter it and it'll look good. And that's what happened. And typically any show I go to, I usually do it in black and white just because it just looks better that way. Um, You get a lot of different stages set up. For different bands or groups or whatever, different light shows or whatever. So you can kind of make everything look nice and cinematic or however you wanted to look when it's in black or white. So that's that's really all it was. Yeah. And then just you know, trimming the video to make sure I got the beginning of the sample and then the end of you know the video and that and all that. So.
0: Yeah, but it was it was so perfect though, yo, because not only like what you said just because of the lightning and everything but it made everything pop and then when you factor in the 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 artists that were there and the music that they were playing it worked so well it it cuz a lot of the music was gritty in that 90s feel so it 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 felt like you know like if they shot Protect Your Neck in 2023 and I mean that's that's what it that's what it felt like and it was it was just it was super dope like Cause like when I saw it, I was like, I was like, yo, this nigga had a camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 I was like, I was like, he took it, he took a camera into the joint. But yeah, man, shout out, shout out to the uh to the new uh iPhone. Yeah. Definitely.
3: Yeah, shout out, shout out to Steve Jobs, Tim Apple, everybody over there y'all doing great work.
2: <laughs> Tim Apple,
0: yes.
1: <laughs>
3: Yo,
2: but before before we move on from the the, the beat battle and the, the aftermath of it. Man, what was the breakfast sandwich you went viral for? What what was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, so for context for that, I had tweeted uh after the video was going crazy. And I was just like, the Internet is weird. The only two things I've ever went viral for now is that video from the Beat Battle and a breakfast sandwich that I took a picture of from when I was in Denver like three or four years ago. Uh, I went to Denver for a design retreat at one of my old companies and we went to this breakfast spot and it was like a pancake sandwich. So think of a McGriddle, but like an official like pancake and bacon, egg and cheese or whatever um and it was like bacon syrup and all kinds of crazy shit and it was just great and I probably shouldn't have been eating it (laughs) you know what I mean like it wasn't the healthiest option I could have got but my rule of thumb when I go out of town is to try something new so I got it um took a picture of it I had you know just wrote and tagged in like the ingredients of the sandwich on the picture and it went crazy and I was like, the internet is stupid, yo. This is a picture of a sandwich. And then, like, the internet is also weird because it's like I can't even post a picture of a sandwich without people taking it too serious. So, so I started muting it because people were like, yo, you don't care about your health, Black man. I'm like, all right, dog. Like, oh my like, I care about my health, but also that sandwich was fire, so fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Hey, man. And, <laughs> and plus, you, you out of town, like you said, man, like, like the motherfuckers say that is, is, the, is the people that, you know, they, they – they they get a big deal out of going to red lobster so if you when you get out of town you supposed to do new shit and try new stuff so
3: yeah. also it was hate that nigga probably just wanted that sandwich and couldn't have it so yeah, exactly. yo know, yeah, i, 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 I want to go like
0: like 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 you like you like had like eating large
3: sandwiches every day like, like yeah, bro. <laughs> I didn't double back on the sandwich. I didn't go get one every day the whole week I was out there. It was just the one and done type of thing. Yeah, but, this, you know.
0: This wasn't a supersize me situation.
3: It was. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was that boondocks episode where they were getting the, the Luther? And I was oh, having to, oh, people yeah, sleep yeah. on the mattresses. They was addicted to it. It wasn't that situation, my brother. It was just one time. The was, itis, uh, The rest yeah. of
2: us. <laughs> no, nah, that's cool. Um. So, you, so th- at the show too, you said the non-porter was there. That this is the last thing I say Um did He did, his set was super short. Did he play anything new? Did he play anything uh, old?
3: Yeah. So most of the people that were brought out as like special guests or whatever just kind of got on stage and said, what's up. And I knew most of the people that were gonna be there just by context clues because they were at the last battle or they were I knew they were already in town just from my Instagram and shit. He was a surprise. He came out and played, he did like a 10 or 15 minute set where he just played some joints. But that was a huge surprise. I was like, what the fuck is he doing here? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he actually announced that he's moving out here. So that's dope because you're seeing a, I've been seeing an influx of just different people moving out here mm-hmm. um from all different walks of of life and you know, different branches of entertainment. Um, just being out and about that night, there was a lot of people from New York and all over there. Um, clearly, some New York dudes, but they were talking about some shit. I might just move out here, yo. So, like, I mean, they can't all our, Atlanta, right? I, I honestly think that's what it is, bro, because Atlanta's overcrowded. Atlanta's only four hours away from here. We're overcrowded here for sure, but it's still cheaper than Jersey and New York. And you're still in close enough proximity to go back and forth from New York. It's an hour flight. It costs a hundred bucks round trip to go, you know, to, to, to Newark Airport or JFK or whatever. So I the think Charlotte, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Charlotte is definitely a hub, but it feels like it's going to become a hub for, you know, artists who want to, you know, settle down and, and and and, and you know, move into the next phase of the career or whatever. It's going to be here because he said he's going to move here. Um, bringing it back to comics again, I found out that uh, Brian Stelfreeze is going to be moving here. Which is dope. Uh, Brian Stelfreeze, if y'all don't know, he did a bunch of Batman covers. He did the Tana Coast Black Panther stuff. Um oh, nice. So yeah, it seems like the city's gonna be back active again after after COVID. Oh, yeah, a lot more people know. moving here. Yeah, I got yo. I got the the um the black album variant. I got oh, it, nice. and he signed it too, yo.
0: Oh word, that's yeah. that's super dope. Yeah. The uh, the big and Dan pool and I was telling you about viral
2: nice no that's great so so yeah all right so you you've had you've had those two moments here hopefully um the next time you go viral it won't just be like culinary or it won't just be like (laughs) something you know that people poach from you You it'll be be something that you can actually monetize
3: at a beat battle <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying like of all i posted what i thought was some fire funny i got some funny shit off before but it was like no it's a sandwich and the nerdiest video you could have probably ever posted this is yeah, a bunch yeah. of me and a bunch of oh has like just jamming out to one of the greatest beats of all time yeah yeah no that's cool though
0: sometimes that's all you need though man
2: just,
0: say, yeah.
3: man it's written on the wall, I'm gonna get go viral for getting cooked by somebody. Somebody gonna find an old photo of me. It's gonna go crazy. Me just getting choked on or something like don't, that. Don't, don't,
0: don't tell me you got crossed over or 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 dunked on, yo.
3: Never. Never. Even so, if it did happen, it didn't happen. This you right? <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> All right. So um
2: we, we covered that. We we got to, to a few of the different things that we wanted to talk to. Once again, this is Tissue in the Tape. You're rocking with the heat holders. Davis back sure. with the Fuelmatic 365. We are here with Deshaun Jones. Um, I mean, Tissue in the Tape alumni, Renaissance man, uh, Broncos, uh, Mavs, <laughs> and Yankees fan, you know, please forgive him. Um, <laughs> he, he like I. He's from Virginia. Yeah, one fan do of- but cook so we get to pick as many teams as we want we don't care if these teams are FC Barcelona or Argentina we we get to pick teams Real Madrid yeah so we 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 get carte blanche when it comes to that oh yeah don't, um, Oh,
1: don't
0: forget his number his number one title Yo, uh number number one uh fan of uh PJ and MJ yo. oh yeah of course that's, of course that's yeah for that,
2: sure I mean that's you know that's that's the that's the trifecta, right? He's got it, you got his queen there. He's got his, you know, his 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 two, you know, his this man. I mean, what what more what more could you ask for, man? You know, family man, um, all of these things. But apparently, one of the things that you shared, man, you got a Peloton for a good price right at the end of the year, too. So
3: Yeah, man. Shout you know, out to man. the rich white man who wanted to get rid of it. He got me everything <laughs> for 400 dollars bro. Shout out to him. He said, Get this shit out of my garage. So I've been putting it to work. Me and Chelsea be getting busy.
2: See, there you go. Yeah, like, maybe maybe, maybe that's what you go viral for next is, you know, Peloton. Yeah. yeah. You know. That's, that's a
0: come up, though. I, I, could, I, I, I could definitely see somebody be like, yo, man, I'm never going to use this, John, yo.
3: Yeah. Literally, that's what happened. He was like, I got it during the pandemic. It's been sitting in my garage. And then I was like, all right, there's 400 right price? And he was like, yeah, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, yo, just get this shit in my car and go before yeah. you change your mind. That's and dope. then like, oh. everything works. It was dope. And the bike is good, man. Like days that I don't go to the gym, I try to lift three days and do cardio other two. So the other two, I can just go in a garage now. So, dope, yeah. so.
2: nice. Um, Speaking of convenience, man, we're going to, we're going to definitely talk about man, the Daisy age, you know, some filmatic, something that raised us, man. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I'm definitely of the daisy age
2: uh, But the convenience of it now Is of course we, we own these records Already we have the stuff in our catalog But now we can actually just go To a streaming service And then just search And we can actually just stream it for We, once. we can get plugged in yo <laughs> <laughs> But yeah man um, three, three is that number man Three is the number Three three, three. 23 yeah the entire de la soul
0: catalog will be available on dsps
2: how you feel about
3: that i'm personally i'm excited because my old files from college where i had the whole discography that i downloaded illegally is all out of whack Mm -hmm. (laughs) like so it's all out of order i think the only thing that is listenable now is like i got like some random best of Mm. obviously i know the albums um through the years but i'm more so excited for them to finally get their just due. they've been fighting this battle for like what 10 well I'm, I'm sure longer than that but public facing since the streaming era like i would say like the past like five ten years so they announced this last year on like ig live which was yeah. hilarious if anybody missed that none of them just knew how to work ig and it was yeah. getting frustrated and it was hilarious um but to see that everything finally went through and that uh, Everybody can enjoy it, and they can get paid off of it, um properly, um which they hadn't been able to for who knows how long is uh. Is, is dope, man. Like they're one of the uh, groups that I went back and did my research on when I was coming up in college and trying to, you know, do my just due to 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 learn my hip hop histories. And obviously, they're one of my favorites. So I'm I'm just happy for them. They're legends, and they deserve everything that's coming to them. Bill
2: so. Matic, what did what did the Jizza famously say, man?
3: Tommy
0: I mean, ain't my motherfucking boy. <laughs> you can move the niggas you employ. Yo, it is it is so great. Like, those, those dudes are, like, the reason for so much in hip-hop. And not being on DSPs kind of robs them of that, you know, shine. Like, it, for as much as we love Tribe, you know, rightfully so, there is no tribe the way that we know it without De La Soul. They they were the original, for lack of a better term, outcasts. You know they were the counter counter culture hip hop in a time where it was it would we saw the turn to you know gangster shit, and they they were you know. Wearing medallions and had a flower on the album cover. I mean, but they this is going to introduce so many people that that choose to partake to their music, and they got some shit, man. It's some of the best hip hop albums that have ever been created have been created by these three gentlemen. And, so and, and
2: shout out to Prince Paul too.
0: Yeah, oh, shout out, shout out to Prince super, Paul, of course. Super. Um, and then. It, it it means a lot is to um, and invite I know one of the best concerts we ever went to was Headline King. by De La Soul. Um this the Spit Kicker Tour and it was just it was just one of it was it was crazy because that was the it was actually the weekend that uh they were having the funeral for Big Pun. So every hip-hop artists that that was somebody at the time was in town pretty much and this show was only supposed to be Dayla Biz Markie was DJing and Mohsen Talib yep. that's all and I and maybe somebody else but that was really all that was supposed to be there it ended up being the Licks was there you know you had Freddie Fox was there there's like some. Premiere came through so many people from DITC was there you know that I'm pretty sure that was the night that Freddie Fox the, the put your l's in the air the, what you hear on the on the big l intro i'm 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 almost for certain that that was that night so if anybody hears this and says, Oh no, it was a different night, you know, you know, please correct me. But I'm I'm I wanna say, and you were there by he if he if that wasn't the one that they used in the recording, he said something something along those lines. Yeah,
2: for sure.
0: And it was just it was just a moment. Uh you know it was Paz at the Roxy. huh? It was at the yeah, rocks. That, that made it even more crazy. And then Pause was late because his son was born that night and he 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 added it to because they because they were kind of stalling for time waiting for him to get there. So other artists start coming on and doing, and doing songs. So it was just, it was just a moment. So anytime I hear their music, I think about that. And then I also think about the De La Soul, uh, their performance on the Chappelle show uh, much more, which is one of my favorite De La Soul songs, you know, which, you know, produced by Dilla with the intro from Primo is just, just top notch. Yeah. That's what but made me go I
3: back in high school. Was that performance? Bills.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like like for us, like much like how you were talking about um extinction level event in fourth grade, um three feet high and rising. If you had an uncle like Phil had, or if you had cousins like I had, like this is what they were listening to, or this is what you were able to get your hands on along with, you know, um Kane, you know, with uh with of course Rockham and you know also 1989 uh, yeah. I was in the fourth grade yeah so the, you know like the, how, how you're saying that like this is what this is what we were able to kind of get our hands on and um again like you said like it just ushered in just a whole like that native tongues like yeah. you want to talk you get, about you get
0: tribe you get black sheep. You get ultimately you get most and Talib and pretty much raucous and then ultimately Knife and Little Brother and which is how they even got their name Little Brothers the little brother of the native tongues, you know. So it's just I mean of course you 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 get the roots from them. Questlove has been on record numerous times saying like De La Soul is who he inspired to be when when he went to make music.
3: Yeah.
2: Yep. yep.
0: Yeah. so they, they're so important to this thing of ours it's especially for what we really love about you know this culture
2: Just and one of the dopest things too because you know growing up we always heard about you know South Bronx we always heard about Harlem we always heard about Brooklyn you know Queens like later on of course Shaolin, Staten Island or whatever but like when you looked at it and you looked at like some of the dopest like hip hop groups, they were from Long Island and that was public enemy. Um, Eric M, um you know, uh, EPMD and then you had <laughs> freaking freaking La Soul, you know, all, all in one. It's like, yo, like, Four or five of the greatest groups of all all time are coming from you know a much mal- much maligned kind of like area like they didn't really get the props as much as the boroughs did. So me like the under Think of the
0: four acts you just mentioned, yo. Yeah, and how much they've contributed. <laughs> like, yeah. like if you if you just if you just stop that public enemy, like mm-hmm. we everybody like we've talked about nation of millions to at nauseam, but Eric B and Rakim, EPMD mm. and, and oh yeah by the way Day awesome. Last. Yeah. Like kidding. insane, you know.
2: It's a crazy course. Shut up the Long Island. Yeah, no, for sure.
3: Yeah, um, they, they finally get the benefit from the streaming era and the TikTok era, right? Like there's mm. a bunch of different moments that they haven't been able to reap the benefits of because their music isn't on streaming, right? Like the biggest movie of last year was Spider Man and the end credits to Spider Man was three is a magic number. Like could have been huge for them if people could just leave the theater Shazam it and then go listen to it in their car They couldn't do that um, Good Burger is back on Netflix that had a big thing when Keenan and Kel reunited on all these different Award shows people went to go watch It on streaming me myself and I was on there like can't go Listen to it though you know what I'm saying like Chappelle's show Is streaming all over the place I can't Listen to um that album You know what I'm saying so they'll be finally be able to I hope they don't go corny With it and like try to Make stuff in the TikToks, which I don't think they will, but like yeah. it's dope now that like we'll see viral videos and moments with their music in it now, and they'll be able to benefit from it as they should. Yeah, and yeah,
2: that's that's a great point. That's a fact. Um, so man, salute to them. You know, uh, my
0: playlist about to get so much more official. <laughs> right, because because you because you you know how I am. Like, I got I got like these playlists where I I can't like they they, they different versions than the than the true. Way I intended it to be because the songs aren't on streaming, so I got like the the ones I had to upload to my phone so that they 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 flow the way that I intended it to flow. Oh man, man. new
2: birthday playlist
0: gonna, gonna have some, some some new heat on there.
2: Yeah, just <laughs> <Same time. laughs> Um, but yeah, the streaming era has changed so much, and you know how we consume music, how we share it, how we're able to um, let people know what we're listening to. So uh, one of the things that we've been doing throughout the course of our time together as the heat holders and then also just um, issuing a tape as a podcast, we have been chronicling it. Um, when we first started out filmatic, we, we, we kind of, you know, we, we did a build up to it. We did it a couple of weeks and then we kind of realized that we could probably do it in a couple of days. And then now, you know, I think that we realized that we probably could just do it in a, a, a few segments, if not just one of the show. And we actually got to here tonight. So um, we're going to take advantage of the opportunity to talk to him about, you know, some of the things that uh, he liked about last year, including album artists, all these different things. But I'm going to kind of let you quarterback this one here. And, you know, I guess you can start with, with just whatever you want with that.
0: Yeah, we, we still giving out hippies for the for the uh, for the best uh, or this year we did it a little different. We 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 decided to pick our favorites, like stuff that we enjoyed the most. You know, maybe not technically, you know, the best or whatever, you know, because even that's still relative. But what we truly enjoyed the most. So I kind of wanted to kick it off with uh let let's let's do let's say the artists, like the the top five artists you enjoyed the most in uh 2022.
3: We'll start with you, Tasha. Yeah, so uh, I got a couple um, in no particular order. Uh, Nas, just because I'm counting Speechless as this year because it, it came in the end of last year. And then KD3 was great. And it's just like it's unfair that you get to be this good. <laughs> low-key kind of out of nowhere given the Wait, would you say right?
0: never been a nigga this good for this long is that is uh, that what you, I heard uh, you say that
3: uh, yeah yeah I mean I y'all remember we had this whole Nas discussion last time I was on but mm-hmm. he, he's still doing it like don't make music with anybody other than this dude if it's gonna keep being this good um <laughs> Pusha T obviously he started the year off strong because it's Per, for me personally the year started off a bit shaky as far as music goes i think everybody's waiting to see like what outside was going to do before they rush for the albums to come out
2: mm-hmm.
3: um but pusher kicked it off and the album has staying power i kept listening to that um you know throughout the year and every verse that he was on of course he's going to kill it um black thought um we'll get to him later but it's black thought i told you last podcast i was on it, i think he's the greatest rapper of words of all time um Westside Gun, another dude who's just consistent. Um, wasn't really a big fan of him rapping. I thought like, wow, this dude is the greatest, you know, executive producer maybe of our time as far as like rapping goes, as far as like piecing together songs and getting artists you don't think will make sense over some of the nerdiest drumless or super basic drum loops ever, but he just keeps doing it. Um, and I got a shout out on some non-hip hop stuff uh inflow inflow is a producer he is the head of a group called salt uh Cleo Souls an RB b artist gotcha. that's his partner um he produces all of their music he produces music for little Sims who's also one of my favorite artists of this year came in the last minute and came with some crazy shit he also did the three or two or three best songs on the Dell's album but I y'all see me on Twitter I'm always singing this man's praises. He's been on a run like I've never seen anybody in the modern era. Like he has released 15 albums since 2020. Um, that most of them that he produced entirely and they're all incredible. And in November, through Salt, the group, they released five albums at once and they were all incredible. Yeah. Um, and then gotta shout out uh Beyonce because she smoked this year. Absolutely smoked this year.
1: That's
0: fair. So, I I don't R and B much, but when I do, I definitely Cleo Soul, for sure. Yeah, she she's incredible. She's uh project uh was it Mother?
3: Yes, oh. sir. Yeah, that joint. Cla- it, it, it doesn't make sense how he pro- produces so much, and he writes all that stuff too. Like wow. So, with the Cleo stuff, I'm pretty sure he writes it with her, but all the Salt stuff. Um, stuff he did with Michael Kiwanuka, like he produced and wrote like a majority of that stuff. Like it's just incredible, man. Like to be on this run in like literally like five since twenty nineteen, basically is 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 it doesn't make sense and it's not spoken about enough.
2: Prolific. I'm glad you yeah. I'm glad you mentioned it. So who you got, Vod? Uh, my list is pretty succinct. Um, there were some honorable mentions, of course. Um some of my kind of like guilty pleasure or just, you know, this artist that I, I like, like um Shay Noor is an honorable mention. Um Absol was a, a honorable mention. I, I felt like he, after a little bit of a hiatus, I felt like he really came back strong with Herbert. Um and it was just good to see somebody else from T V E, you know, uh finally, you know, have something else out besides uh scissor and Kendrick, but um yeah man, for for my for my top guys um speaking of Kendrick I had K dot there um I had Pusha T of course just based off of just um you know he he aesthetically he, you know he really ran it up at the beginning of the year and you know um even with his tour um I I just missed being able to see it but everybody that I know that that you know got a chance to see him live this year and they, they said that you know, he really represented. He did well. You know, um, you know our brother um, Rick G's. You know, this former you know tour DJ. So um, I'm like, all right, like, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe without our dude there, you know, maybe it's not as good. But um, it, it sounds like he's actually probably getting better. So um, he's he's actually uh, got got a pretty big set lined up for uh, Coachella. Uh, coming up so we'll see what he does this year he, he's got drama got a drama mixtape coming out and another album mm-hmm. um before i move on to my next you guys need to say yes or no um all right do you guys want eclipse album in 2023 that yes. means that we don't get uh another push a T uh solo yes yes, or no? yes. yes. I, I- we'll say yes okay Entire- I, 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 Entirely produced by the Neptunes, or only partially?
3: It's got to be all Neptunes, or I don't want
2: it. It, it, it has to be. Hear me clearly. <laughs> it, it
0: has to be the Neptunes. It can't be just for real. It has to be the yeah. Neptunes. It's got. It's
3: got to be P and Chad, or we don't want it. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so yeah, so K
2: Dot, um, Pusha T, Ransom, of course, who's kind of been running. Uh, the the artist of the year for Tissue of <laughs> for like the past couple years, but yeah, he he's uh, on a feet yo. Yeah, now he's one of the most prolific um MCs um in in modern in modern times, just as far as the amount of bars he's given out and just you know just his rebrand has been incredible. Tissue of the Tape alumni as well. Um, Nasty Nas, gotta call him that just because um calling him Nas just doesn't seem right, <laughs> you know at this point. <laughs> But um, got them. Uh, I got Cole actually, and I've been documented as not being the biggest uh, Cole fan. But I'm actually, you know, kind of hoping that he goes on tour soon because I haven't seen um, him live, and just the run that he's been on in the past, you know, five or six years, or even just past, you know, um, past few album run, he's really been just dominating. Um, and I personally think he had verse of the year. So we'll talk about that later, but so
1: so that go fast. <laughs> I know, I know.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, and then my last one, man, was J I D. Man, speaking of Cole, um, I, I think oh, that sir. the kid J I D, man, he he really just you know has, has really um, put put it all together. I think with this last album, um, the Forever Story. Um, you know, he he touched on a lot of different things personally. Uh, he he played with harmonies. He you know he unlocked a lot of different uh, pieces of his skill set that you know that he kind of hinted at um, throughout the past few years. And I think he you know he put it together well uh, for this last LP. And you know, anytime I saw his name um, throughout the year, whether it was with Earth Gang or whether it was with um, you know anybody else, uh, you know he he just did his thing. So um, he's on a pop record this year. You know so like he he been all over the place and you know he's one of those guys I love to see win so um Nas, nas Ransom, Push, Cole KDOT.
0: All right. So I had a couple honorable mentions as well um I I my man from the Bay Simba had a uh had a dope year um did did uh uh Gangsta Grills um Course, uh JID, uh Joey Badass, whose uh album 2000, I really uh play heavy. Uh wanted to give a shout out to my to my harbor kids, man. Uh shout out to uh Jamel Honesty. Uh that album was super dope. And then um my my guys though for for uh 2022 uh course uh K dot you know he you i mean he had one of the best concerts of of 2022 uh one of the well we'll we'll talk about the album the album it's it's almost like an art piece <laughs> like is is crazy like a lot of people it was it got a lot of backlash it wasn't uh enjoy all of these things but he he is truly the definition of an artist, like when it comes to this thing of ours. Um, Black Thought. You, you know, you I've been saying for like almost since we started this podcast, he's the best MC in the world. At any given time, he decides to rap. And then uh it was, it was not too long ago. Uh one of our great friends uh mentioned like how he didn't have any solo work in in and we mentioned it on here and I like to thank thought listen to that podcast and he just went on a crazy run of doing the streams of uh uh thought and then finally cheat codes you know and that that really kind of solidified his place he was already there for me and you and for all three of us actually but anybody oh he didn't have a solo album and all of this kind of stuff did that that kind of dated all of that so Nas as as both of you mentioned I mean you know they don't call me filmatic for nothing but you know <laughs> these last these last three years KD 1, 2, and 3 and Magic and then a lot of guest features. I mean, he had to join with YG. Yeah, he, 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 he's been in a lot of places with a lot of people he did the joint with 21, 21, 21, 21. And um <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and then of course our Yeah, I mean Duffel, the homie Duffel, He he dropped what four projects in 2022.
2: Yeah, maybe
0: five. And, and all high quality high level bar work from ransom He for the last 3 years I what did you tell me it was this earlier 14 projects in the last 3 years yeah yeah and, and this is not this is not uh running kicking punching jump this is this is bar work like bar heavy heavy yeah. I Bart mean tendon. you know industrial prison complex about <laughs> bars yeah like so yeah he he's been he's he's the he's the number one artist for me uh easily in you know for uh the the tape you know so shout out to ransom your your award um you couldn't be here to accept it so i'm gonna take it on your behalf (laughs) we'll get that out to you you know what i mean so that that was the artist now what about the actual albums the albums that 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 y'all was uh rocking with the most in uh in our lord's year of twenty
3: twenty two. Yeah like like I had said the year had started off slow. I'm pretty sure just because people were waiting for outside to open up and see how the world was going to react to everything from the past few years. But once the summer hit, it seemed like every week we was getting some fire from somewhere from whatever genre you're into. Um so I have quite a bit honorable mentions I'll run through them real quick uh Freddy Gibbs Soul Soul separately um thought it was cool uh it was solid wasn't my favorite Gibbs album but it wasn't trash it was it had a lot of good stuff on there uh El-Zai and Georgia and Muldrow, zeitgeist um mm. love that album super love slept Georgia and Muldrow. super slept on not a combo that I ever thought would have happen or exist or think that it would work when i heard it was announced but it was real dope
0: it's like backpack lucy
3: (laughs) yeah 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 that's a good (laughs) that's a good way to put it um kd3 Nas i put in my honorable mention uh it's my second favorite of the king's diseases i still got magic as the best of the hit point and uh and Nas stuff but kd3 was cool um like i said all five of the salt albums that dropped in november um, Jid Forever Story. I always thought Dude was dope and could rap and never fronted on him as far as that goes, but I can never get into his albums for whatever reason. Um, what I heard from this album before I, it came out, I thought was dope, and then listening to it all the way through, I was like, okay, I get it now. Um, either he's kind of hit that point where I right, he's he's him now or where he should be, or he just went crazy on this album and this isn't a line movie, but it was a great album. Um, on some jazz shit, JD, Domi, I mean, Domi and JD Beck, uh, their son Anderson pack. They released, uh, on his label and through blue note, just some dope jazz fusion shit if you're into it. Um, uh, and then my favorite albums, I'll go through these real quick. Cause they coincide with the favorite artists, uh, Westside gun 10. It's almost dry. Your T no. Thank you. Um, from little Sims that came out literally like a couple weeks before Christmas, out of nowhere again right after inflow just dropped five albums full albums fully Beautiful. produced by him hip hop shit i don't like british rappers and she's a british female rapper and she's fucking she's one of the best rappers crazy. out period and i'm late to the party i only started listening to her because inflow was producing all her stuff um sometimes i might be introvert was one of my favorites last year and for her to release an album literally at the end of the year and it being my top speaks a lot. I'm listening to it pretty much every day. Um I didn't have Kendrick there because I thought it goes without saying, but Mr. Morale, like everything you said feel like it's great. It's just a heavy listen. It's not something you can throw on um all the time, and listen to it straight through. I mean you can, but uh it's really meant to be listened to all the way through. I got some stuff, you know, on playlist and listen to it out of context, but it really makes more sense uh listening to it in, in its entirety. Uh, favorite hip hop album of the year was Cheat Codes. Um, would have been Kendrick, but Black Thought and Danger Mouse. Short, I think it's like nine or ten songs, strict to the point, and it's perfect, man. Like Danger Mouse, I hadn't heard a Danger Mouse hip hop album. in I don't know how long. Did Nicki still had it? He does. Had no questions about Black Thought. I was like, do I want to hear an ASAP Rocky and Black Thought song? I don't really fuck with Run of the Jewels that much. I respect them, but I'm not really a fan. That song is fire. Like everything on it was dope. It, it all um, worked. It, it just yeah, worked as yeah. did. It all. And he he went crazy. And I think he, fin- I mean, he always had that respect with hip hop heads. But I feel like his peers that are, are younger, so like Joey Badass and Russ, like everybody that was on the album showed up because it's like, oh, I'm not, we're going to get smoked by Black Thought regardless. But I'm going to show up <laughs> too. I don't want to be <laughs> chump on this album. I'm going to um, show up anyway. Facts. And then lastly, don't care if y'all hate me, you know, shame my game. Beyonce is the best album of the year, yo. I'm sorry. Like hey. that Beyonce album is incredible. Did not expect a dance album from her. Did not expect the dance album to be good. Did not expect it to be authentic to true dance music. It is the epitome of black music, which is dance music. She got the right people to produce it and write on it. If you're going to do a disco song, of course, you're going to have Nile Rodgers do the bass line, the guitars on it. Like, of course, you're going to have um, Beam on it. Of course, you're going to have Mike Q on it and all these really dance hall and ballroom people. Like, Of course, you're going to have it be super black like she had it. Of course, you're going to have the right Afro beat producers on it, unlike somebody else who made a dance album and that shit was trash. But
2: it, it, it was not massive The the one the one you're talking about that somebody it wasn't it wasn't a massive. Oh, gotcha, gotcha,
3: gotcha. I'm originally from Jersey. Son. Phil knows as long as he's met me, I've been playing Jersey Club, making mixes, all that. If you're gonna make Jersey Club music, get Jersey Club producers to, to do it. Because we can know authentic Jersey music from whatever that shit was that he was doing. Just cause you put some bed squeaks over the over <laughs> do, 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 don't make a jersey club. <laughs> so, like, come on, man. Like but, yeah, but he
2: said honestly, never mind though. He told y'all.
3: Listen, man. I'm obligated to play a lot of that stuff because I DJ and it hits when it hits, but I I think that's why the Beyonce album sounded so great too. Is like this is somebody who listen, he knows his stuff when it comes to dance music too. That's what made me mad. Like you got Black Coffee, the executive produce your album and he produced one song on the shit. I think he produced one of them. Just have him do the whole thing. Why is Carnage doing this? I don't want Carnage to produce a jersey club song. Nobody asked for that.
2: He caught wind of, of her what she was doing and he said you know what i got the resources to just slap some stuff together he had to
0: get that joint out before she before she dropped because he would have never been able to put any of them songs Uh, out yeah if if it comes out after her
3: i wasn't rolling with that theory until her album came out and he wrote he did so i was like oh yeah he knew what was up he he just hopped on a bad bandwagon and got it out before she did
2: yeah he
3: knew knew what was going on but yeah those are my albums man yeah um and, and, you know, my daughter loves She's a Beehive person now, yo Maisie's Beehive Y'all seen her video on Instagram, Cuff It is yeah. her shit I had to play the edited version Because my son was saying, fuck it up, fuck it up in the car So shout <laughs> out <laughs> to Beyonce For teaching my son how to cuss hey, Shout hey, out that, to that, Uzi hey, for teaching my son he, how to he cuss He would
0: have learned that from Big C anyway so hey, yeah.
3: but That's that, a fact, that, that, that's a fact Or your sister son, <laughs> You gotta admit, though, that, that
2: that Cuff It hook Is horrible It, it, it almost ruined the song I'm not, rolling, yeah. I'm not rolling, yeah. That that hook I, is horrible. I see where you're coming from, yeah, and it doesn't but, really work like that. Like it works for TikTok, but it doesn't really work outside like that. Like how it should. No, it works outside. Yeah, it works outside. Hey man, I,
0: not, I, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm go with the man. said. I'll let y'all know one day when I actually
2: hear the album. <laughs> not not like how it should. Like for for that high of a caliber song like that, for that to be like a potential midnight, you know, New Year's Eve. Like yo, we play this at you know at. You but know, that's why they got the edit. But yeah, it just, it just, it's just unnecessary. Like she, there's no reason for her to for her to say fuck fifty seven yeah. times in the song.
3: It it, it is it is just a unnecessary. Lot. You got it. It is that. a lot. Yeah. Sometimes I will just play, like especially if I'm playing like a low key spot, I will play the edited version because it's like you didn't really need to do this. Yeah. But it's, I, I it's, see. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's just,
2: I, that's what I mean. It's a, it's a
0: dope
3: sometimes, song. Sometimes,
0: it, sometimes you just add it so the ignorant niggas hear you,
1: man. It doesn't
2: work how it's, like, that's that should have been a universe. It's just like... um, Big things popping versus big shit popping? <laughs> this is a quite curl. No, nah, you, you know what it is? It's like, um, depending on what version you have of, and I mean, obviously, if you have the DJ version, of, you know, the intro version of... um. The homecoming live uh before I let go. You're you're probably pretty cool, but if you depending on what version you play, like yo, like take Keith, like yo, take Keith, fuck these niggas up, and then you, and yeah. then you like, it's like yo, and then Beyonce come comes in for you know the the quintessential barbecue song. It's like yo, we we didn't need that,
3: we didn't need it that. Kind of, it kind of throws the whole mood off when you got it does tag. Cussing at you saying. at the very beginning of the song. I get ah, it.
2: Yeah, I get it. like it's that. Re- that's always bothered me about that record. Like, yo, like I at first when he first came out, I was like, yo, that's a dope drop. And then now I'm like, now he's starting to get placements with like Beyonce and stuff like that. I'm like, that no, no that doesn't that doesn't. Work. I'm just saying, her. It's like the. Be- it's at like wow. the beginning of Juicy. Yeah, like- <laughs> <Right>. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, so I, I'm I'm with you on that. That was that was really my only right for the entire album was just. Cuff it is such a, a big record. And I'm like, yo, they couldn't have got somebody to, to write a better hook for that. Like that. It just, it just sophomore for many. I was,
3: I was trying to hide it all year. I was like, I don't like this album this much. And then I just kept listening to it. No, all it's, the a time. Good, like, it's
2: a good, it's a good listen to just, you know, just in the car. And for sure. Through traffic. Okay. Um, yeah. Just real quick with mine. Um, I, you've already said a few of mine, but. I mentioned Forever Story. That was that was one of the ones I always went back to. Almost dry, cheat codes, um, KD3. Um Herbert was up there for me, Mr. Morale. Uh I mean, take your pick from ransom. I pretty much um was rocking with Rans- ran all year, pretty much. Um yeah, I mean, he like like Phil was saying, he probably was was just one of the, the He's just been he's just been really prolific, and it'll be interesting just to, to see what this year brings. Because man, it's, it's been a great you know three or four year run for him. Um,
0: Ransom, come home, bro. Come come, <laughs> come come back come back to the tape, yo. We
2: gotta we gotta wrap. I got a couple more that I want to mention that are kind of off off the hip hop you know hip hop adjacent. I would say R and B whatever. But um, Marigold uh, by Alex Isley and uh, Jack Dine, they did their thing. That that was probably album I went to the most. Um they on to a run too. Yeah it, crazy run. Crazy run. Um and then also um PJ Morton did his thing too. Um watch the Good sun thing. with the deluxe he gave everybody the instrumentals to all the records and just the way that he actually um seamlessly put together the album that was pretty dope too. So I mean those those were like my two kind of standouts. Um yeah, I mean that, as far as albums go. I while while I did listen to to Gangsta Gibbs and you know a few others like that, like they they didn't really make the list as far as me revisiting it as much as those other albums. So I kind of had to put those up there. What about you, Phil?
0: Um, so you you mentioned, of course you mentioned ransom. Um his there was not just one album, so he had uh, Chaos Is My Ladder, he had This this Life Made Me, and then uh, No Rest For The Weary, or No Rest For The Wicked, excuse me. And so it was just a, a three-pack of Ransom, and then he had an EP as well. So it's just so much uh, music from, from the homie Ran, Uh had uh joey badass 2000, jid i mentioned the harbor kids project uh with jamel honesty and squeegee shout out to them that was one of my favorite listens uh coast contra uh definitely uh you know definitely shout out to them uh i i was really surprised how much i enjoyed that joint but as far as the main joints i've listened to the most um KD3, you know, because everything everybody said, you know, uh, a lot of joints there, I really resonate with that. On there, um, they have to keep making music, man. Do we get a KD4 in yes.
2: 2023?
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, push the T almost dry. Um, that 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 continue, what up, Scratchy? Um, <laughs> continue to get heavy. Uh, uh airplay for me all year um truth be told man um ab uh herbert man had that come out earlier if it had come out even in september that might be my favorite album of all of 2022 i didn't get to listen to it as much as some of the other ones just because it came out like literally like what it came out like Christmas Eve, <laughs> like, like yeah, or like Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, end of the year. So, yeah, and but those were my albums, and then ultimately, uh, Black Thought and Danger Mouse, Cheat Codes, uh, my favorite listens. Uh, the the two albums I listened to the most were KD Three and Cheat Codes, um, and Real Close. Behind that, as far as twenty twenty two albums was uh, almost dry, so that kind of rounds out. And then uh, shout out to Conway too, man, because I listened to a lot of his stuff too this year. Yeah, I mean his
2: album was dope. dope. Uh, yo, yo, would, shout out to. Oh, okay. Well, we'll uh, yeah. Go ahead.
3: Go
0: ahead. <laughs> yeah. But dog uh, Conway, um, he put in a lot of uh, work, and um, I'm looking forward to new shit from him. So those those are my albums for uh 2022. All right, we we go uh we go we go we we gonna do verse last. So let's 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 do uh let's do a couple of the songs. Mm -hmm. And I know it's it's so many songs to kind of narrow it down. (laughs) I, I just I just picked uh some of the ones that had the highest plays in my um in in my uh on my DSPs. Yeah. So uh. Go ahead,
3: Tasha. What would you have? Yeah, I wrote a bunch down. I'm only going to pick five. Um, Aquamarine, Black Thought, uh, Gorilla, Little Sims, Crack Sandwich, J.I.D. Any of the Kendrick songs, probably a heart part five, honestly, just because that song was yeah. really impactful, the video, everything. I think the song that I played the most that's not a Beyonce song. Was dreaming of the past. Push it T. I I played a hell of that song. Even still, like, yep. that's my favorite song on the album. Um, one of my favorite. Uh, he who should not be named. Beats of the last <laughs> however many years. Uh, I just think that song is, is dope. He smoked that. Yeah. Uh,
2: niggas on the bike like Amblin is is crazy. That that's that's just that's that's masterful. They're not. They're not ready, yo.
3: I don't know what he was on in the booth. He sounded angry when he said he was mad at that girl for not pronouncing Lonvon right. I believed him. You know? Yeah, like he, was, he was disgusted. I
2: didn't even know there was a different pronunciation. I, I definitely I'm in the same boat with the chick. So, you
3: know.
2: <laughs> um, uh, my mind, yeah, I'll narrow mine down to um Johnny P's caddy. Definitely. Um, dreaming of the past is definitely yeah. up there for me too. Savior uh by k dot uh was my most played song of the year by far um i listened to it a lot prior to his tour stop here in austin and then i listened to it even more after because he ended uh shows with that and he smoked that joint um uh J.I.D. uh Sistonym. That was one that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. records on the entire yeah, yeah. joint. He flipped the uh music soul child um uh merry go round and um let's see a couple other ones um table for three that was uh shade 38 and ransom yeah, um just for just I mean, Drake, Middle of the Ocean, I, I, you know, I enjoyed that record a lot.
3: No, he killed that. He smoked that. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's. <laughs> he went crazy. He went crazy on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can't hate on that.
2: Yeah. Any anybody with um, falling on a budget definitely felt some type of way after that song went off. Um, <laughs> Got a rap. Even if, you, even if you didn't have a budget, you might have felt some type of way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just period. Um, Got a rap. Absol was, was a pleasant surprise towards the end of the year uh backstage uh king crooked and joelle this <laughs> despite, despite all the 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 you know the bitch assness uh that was going on throughout that whole situation that that song is pretty incredible um and then um i actually like diet coke a lot too uh that was up there cia from freddie gibbs i played that a lot um yeah, I mean those those were those are probably my top top joints of the year though. What about you, Phil. So um
0: like I said, I just used the ones that had a lot had the most plays. Clearly I was listening to them a lot. Um, circumstances, uh, ransom in the game. You know, you know, I'm not a JCON makes great music I'm just not I just don't like dude <laughs> like he just bothers me but that album was you know, weird yo it was yeah, long he, he was definitely weird. a fucking weirdo you know he'll hear this one day and want to fight me and that's cool but <laughs> it, it still ain't gonna change the fact that he's a weirdo <laughs> you, you know, know. but he, but he, but you made great music though so um circumstances <laughs> was, was heavy on my list um pushing T in my bluff cause like that's how I that's how I be feeling some days yo and like, the you you know you know I'm an angry little man, you know. But calling calling my bluff is uh is yeah that's that's my kind of energy. That that's the that's the I mean, um, Father Tom, uh, Kendrick. It's funny like we all mentioned Kendrick different Kendrick songs, um, but Father Tom definitely super dope. Uh, no gold teeth. And that's probably the most played off that sure. album because it was the first one released. And I, you know, anytime you get new thought, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm di- dissecting everything that that he does. And then my, my theme music, man, for all of 2022, uh, Nas and Hit Boy, I'm on fire. That's you know, we are the heat holders, and you know. I still, I, I still got the 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 same flames from the hate Me Now" video, man. Um, that's that's my shit. I love like I literally wake up to that song. Like, uh, the the computer voice who I don't want to mention because she'll start talking. will when I when I uh, my alarm goes off, that's what plays. You know what I mean? So that's that's my my favorite song. And then this will lead us into our next category. Um. Johnny P's caddy. That was my most. That was actually my most played song, and there's a there's a very very specific reason why. Um, and we'll, we'll probably get to that in. Um, why don't you start it off? Why don't yeah, you start in it fact, off? I'm going to start off the uh, the my favorite verses of uh, 2022 because we're going to jump right into uh, m- me who has not been the biggest uh, proponent of of one uh, light skinned Jermaine Cole over the the years and you can play back a lot of these pods and you'll hear me uh giving them the business because I knew the talent was there I knew the skill level was there he just for me personally he never exhibited the way that I thought his talent level um called for and until you know these basically the the uh freestyle of the year that was kind of like the, the jump-off point for me personally, where I was like, oh, this dude is taking it to a different type of uh this is a different degree of homicide. Um and Johnny P's caddy might be his magnum opus in terms of verses. That that is my shit. Like that everything about that verse is is incredible to the point it, it, it makes no sense why it's on NBA 2K. But every time it plays on NBA Two K, <laughs> I listen to it like I never heard it before. And that that was my I had to start right there because that was my favorite shit. Clearly, like easily my favorite shit of all, And anybody that I that asked or didn't need to ask it about if they mentioned verse of the year, that I was screaming that. And that's been since I heard it. I think I told you I was like, this is the best. If we go back and listen to our halfway uh, show, Halfway mm-hmm. to MJ, um, I said it was it was going to be, there's nothing that was going to be able to beat that. And I didn't find anything that came close. <laughs> Except maybe uh, the aforementioned uh, Aubrey Graham. Uh, middle of the Ocean, I just counted as one verse because there, there is no chorus on there, even though the beat does change. He talked that talk um, that that was probably the best shit talking since imaginary player. And there's been a lot of filth talk and just high level. You know, I got this and y'all don't kind of talk from a lot of different <laughs> artists. <laughs> but this this was this was uh like I said, it's rivaling for me. Imaginary player in that realm. Then uh, some other joints that I just I just absolutely love. Malice on "I Pray for You," uh, it's great to see, you know, the the older statesman of the clips. Uh, give he he took the he took the no off, and 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 got back to doing what he does best. Uh, Conway on "Stressed," um, I think I think that dude, if he did not have rap it would be either a bad day for somebody or a bad day for him. Cause there's legit pain in the music that he makes. I don't know if anybody's picked up on that, but it's in there. So him getting it out through music is probably the best thing for everybody. And he, he smoked that song if you haven't been able to check it. And then the last two that I wanted to mention, um, you, you, you kind of, uh, led into a, a crooked on backstage you know, despite all the 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 nut shit that they kind of did with that album, he's still one of the best rappers in the world, man. And then lastly, um, Eric Jamal from Cross Contra, man, uh, on the Never Freestyle, he absolutely smoked that. And um, yeah, Philly wins again, man.
2: Nice, uh, Deshawn, I'll let you go last, um, because I Phil and I kind of had <laughs> quite a few of the same ones, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh. In that same boat, as far as um backstage, I had that one, uh, dreaming of the past. That yeah, that that's that's the verse that I went back to the most from that album. It, it's the song that I listened to the most. I thought he he, just was masterful verse there. Um, savior, uh, the last verse of savior, uh, from Kendrick, that was up there for me. Um, so uh, it's not. This is one of my favorite verses. you know, maybe it's not up there for a verse of the year, but Jill Scott on um Chanel Pearls.
3: Yeah, she <laughs> went admit, crazy.
2: Hey, listen, anytime you can get um Jill Scott to talk about somebody eating coochie. <laughs> and, uh eating her coochie, um, I'm I'm you know, I'm signing up to to hear that every time. So um so yeah, fell from there, but um yeah i i yeah that that surprised me but at the same time she definitely uh she gets major props for kind of just uh <laughs> dropping the p-bomb on that and also just coming through with a with a nice and coherent verse on that but um
3: and rapping too anybody expect that she yeah. got her shit off. like she's kind of the
2: around here and there but like her actually like coming through with because when you see her like name as a feature it's like oh okay like all right, yeah, she's gonna sing the hook, obviously, right? But yeah. Um, yeah, so with with that, um uh Johnny P's caddy, uh Cole, probably his best verse ever. And like Phil said, um, yeah, I mean, he head and shoulders above everybody. Um, I did not include the God did verse from Jay. Um I thought it was 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 okay. Um I thought the the hype around it probably made it a little bit more, um, notable than the actual impact that it had once the the 48 hour, you know, um, the 48 hours ensued after it came out, but, um, it was okay. I thought Wayne actually did pretty good on, on it with just yeah. 16. You didn't need, you know, eight minutes, but, um, yeah, I mean, again, um, Shout out to Jill Scott, man. You know if she if she gonna be talking dirty to me like that, you know, and, and and having me reminisce about all of her fan fantastic capabilities about doing things. You know, I'm I, I need I need another verse like that in uh, 2023. So, what about you, man? Philadelphia wins again. Hey, man, she, <laughs> She's always winning, man. My
3: most. You don't got you don't got a pander to fill on your own show, bro. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing. Um, yeah. Uh, i'll start off i had um i don't know if i had jay as my top but he had to be included just because he went i just think he went crazy yeah the hype kind of watered it down Mm -hmm. if they would have just gone back to how they used to do things just surprise drop or like we know he's on the verse and like don't talk it up crazy i think it would have hit but uh he was still talking his shit on there he still got it just give us a whole album now
2: like don't um, like, don't get me wrong, like we we at the cap tables, not like like no like yeah, like he was talking insane, but just the hype, just, uh.
3: I think what it was too, like he kind of was coasting through the first half of the verse, and then the second half of the verse he went crazy crazy, and it was like he could have just done that the whole verse or that could have just been the verse. Mm. Um, yeah, the
2: second half could have been the verse,
3: yeah, yeah. Because that's when he went, he went super, super nuts on that. The first time I listened to
2: it, I got goosebumps when he was, come
1: on, ho. Come on, ho. Come on, ho. <laughs> yeah. I was
2: like, oh, okay. But, yeah, it, it, you know, it just as time went on, I'm like, oh, they hyped us up too much.
3: Yeah. Uh, middle of the ocean, i include for everything y'all said. He was, he got his shit off on that one, even though, <laughs> um, I'm just, he's so talented, man. Same thing that you got with Cole, is like, he's so talented, like, Grow up, nigga. Like you rich. We know you have fans. We know you have bitches. Stop acting like you don't. Like we don't care about like. T- time out. And I, I I know like this is a little bit off subject, but I'm glad that
2: you said that. Did did either one of y'all have a problem with um his line? Um uh uh she says she didn't get shots, but we know she did, or you know, that I don't know exactly <laughs> what it was. Did like where I'm from. The the school of hip hop that we grew up on, like obviously, it's a very touchy subject. But I mean, we're in an era now where you're not supposed to be. Everything is litigated online, and you're not supposed to be able to to talk about insensitive stuff because you're hurting people. But it's kind of that, that was kind of brilliant. Oh, it was super clever because because
0: you you know where we come from, man. Yeah, like you,
2: you, you know what me and Poppy did. Yeah, like,
0: like you, you can't, you could, you can't say nothing like that. Man. You can't
2: like, say, t- t- Tishan, what, did, what did you? Because you obviously, when you listened to the album, you heard the bar, of course. Yeah, and you, like, were you one of those people that was like all up in arms, like, oh man, this is distasteful for? Did you think like, oh, that was clever?
3: No, nah, I'm never that person. It was just like.
2: I didn't think it was a, a, a diss, though. I thought it was just like a it was It
3: wasn't a diss. It was wordplay, but he knew what he was doing at the same time. So that's what made it corny for me. Like,
2: But Jay Jay knew what he was doing every time he, you know, like, you know, he talked about Un and Dear Summer. Yeah.
3: And he like, <laughs> All right, I'll say this. I think because of a lot of the content on that album coming from a grown man, like you're 36, trying to act tough and it's just like we know you doggy like we get it you're the biggest artist in the world you earn the right to talk your shit and you do it well i've heard you go crazy you had a song tracks later where you went crazy and you was being real disrespectful you call somebody's husband a fucking goofy that's way more disrespectful than whatever that line was it just seemed as like it's kind of obvious and it's corny and i it was corny to me just because like it's so obvious nobody else did it and I think it's the reason nobody else said it people I'm pretty sure wanted to say some some clever shit like like not clever but a similar line and just kind of held it close to the tuck. it was like there's no need for this it's kind of low hanging fruit and it didn't really make sense in the context of what he was already talking about in the verse but I mean I get it like I wasn't the person that was up in arms about it I just thought it was just like alright man like there's a lot of theatrics and antics happening on this tape as is I didn't need that extra added bit on okay. there, but but uh, I mean it was it was it was cool. He he said it and uh, it was clever for sure. But I just think in the context of the album and the song, it was kind of just like whatever. Um, but yeah, Drake Middle of the Ocean was was dope. Um, again, Lil Sims came in last minute, two songs, Silhouette and Gorilla. Gorilla is probably the song I listen to the most on the album. She went crazy. Cleo got a verse on there to the hook. Um, it's real dope. I already said, dreaming of the past. Um, crack sandwich by JID. He smoked that like he went so crazy on that song. It trended that night. The album came out. Um, I was happy for him when the album came out, man. Cause like I said, I wasn't a huge fan. Had respect for him, but that album you mentioned, uh, sister them, back to back, brother them, sister them was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna go a little left, yo. I I think my favorite verse of the year that I one I got me to hype the most was most Yasin on peppers. Okay. Cause he was just, flowing, he was flowing crazy. Conductor gave him, he laced him with a beat that was easy. Like it was, it was hard. And like most went so crazy that Talib went crazy. And I am not a Talib fan in the past, like 10, 15 years. Like somebody pointed out that he says, like he just uses that metaphor type of shit. in every song he does, and listened to the Black Star album, which I wasn't really a huge fan of. Um, and in this song, like he kinda moved away from that style of how you've been rapping the past couple of years and it kinda was was going off. So it was good to hear not just most go off, but Ty Liv go off too. And Wes came in and he was again, he's not the best rapper in the world, but he was kind of talking this shit too. So I think that's the one that I was most impressed by and I think was my favorite of the year. No.
0: Shout out shout out to science class too. By, by, science by
3: class for sure. busting went crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Any anything with, with with Ray and Ghost Man
3: always makes me smile, yo. I was just surprised that Swiss produced that. And then you know West got West Side being him, he was like, Yeah, he did it on some fly shit. He produced it on a private jet. I was like, Of course he did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, of, course yeah, of course
3: he did. Westside gun, of course. Yeah.
2: No, nah, I mean that, that kind of just sums up the year for us. We, we we saved this exercise again, just the hippies and then um, you know, just what we really felt about it, just because honestly, like the beginning of the year is be pretty light, you know, like they these labels or you know, even just whatever, you know, they they try to get those budgets done, you know, every, everything's pretty, pretty light. Trying to get these summer records, especially yeah, since right. it was all the way, all the way outside. And if you and if and like Deshaun was saying, if you come out too early. You know, in a year, you almost get forgotten a lot of times. So it's like yeah. last year was pretty light. So it seemed like people were kind of waiting for like
0: push yeah. is like the first one pushing Conway. is like the first two that really kicked it off.
2: Yeah, and then just it's like it's like a it's like a run on um wide receivers in the fantasy football drafts. Like all right, it's time to go. Speaking of which, <laughs>
1: gold blood. Yeah. Gold blooded. But no, nah, man, we,
2: we we wanted to save this. Uh, you know, thank you for sharing, of course, you know, that and obviously anybody that's not familiar uh with any of you know the, the things that Deshaun was talking about, um whether it be salt, whether it be Clio soul um inflow, or you know, this I mean he gave us quite a few things that we that we go research right now. Um Gemology. Yeah, exactly. So um check that out and then anything that we mentioned that, that you're not familiar with, go check out as
3: well. Um or sure
0: don't fuck y'all
3: <laughs> real quick too, because none of us mentioned it and I'm sure we're all hip. Y'all mentioned ransom. I'm gonna throw Drew in there too. He released a <laughs> lot of shit and he's been going crazy the past three years too. Yeah, and all of it's been good. So yeah,
0: we were talking about him earlier today, man. Um uh the shining. That, that joint is crazy. Um, and the, that song, Here's Johnny. Mm-hmm. Smoke.
3: He tweeted out um, sometime towards the end of last year, like a list of all the projects that are coming this year, and he said he got a whole joint with knots coming. So if that's true, if it's happening, then I'm excited. I'm looking out for that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely man. Yeah. shout out to you man this this was dope man yeah.
2: shout
0: out to your cinematography skills like i mean
2: <laughs> uh, uh. yeah man thank you for burning the, the midnight oil with us and you know taking some time out of your busy schedule
3: to uh to talk to us of course your you know family of the show so appreciate yeah. you man anytime thank y'all for having me again anytime you we back talk shit um i'll be here man um love y'all thank y'all for having me man this was always fun
2: of course, man, you, you know. You know. Um. It, oh, wait, if if one last thing, if Luca somehow makes it to the finals, will you come back and be our uh, finals
3: correspondent? 100%. I, I, listen, yeah, anytime you want me to talk about white MJ, just let me know, y'all. Here. <laughs> Not white MJ, though. Come on, man. Luca is him. We squandering his best years, but it's all good. I'm going to enjoy it while I can and talk my shit until he inevitably ends up on the Lakers or some wild corny shit like that. <laughs> Okay. At least you know. <laughs> At least yeah, it's, say, it's, as long as you
0: know. <laughs> as long as you know how it's gonna go down. Or if, if he ever get injury prone, then he'll be a Nick. Like that because that's that's what they like. They like to get people that's that's past them mean, often
3: hurt. Uh, that'll probably happen. We seemingly only trade and do business with the Knicks for whatever reason anyway, so it wouldn't surprise me.
2: It's <laughs> actually pretty spot on. Man, thank you again, man. We'll we'll definitely uh do that though uh finals or not yeah absolutely all i'll right. be there thank you ladies and gentlemen Tashawn jones has just made his second appearance on tissue and the tape and um on that note Matic, take us out with the fader man
0: okay gang man uh just one just wanted to shout out uh of course like like i said all all the heat holders all the tape alumni you know, it's it's way too many of y'all to name, but y'all know, y'all know who y'all are. All the all the uh, supporters, thank you. We got we got more heat coming. Uh, dope we, uncles, we, uh, yeah, man. The, the dope uncles is here, man. Uh, be on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, man. Just just uh, we look forward to we we love this too much to ever stop doing it. And I mean, when you bust it down. We are the best in the world at this hip hop shit. Like, there's a lot of podcasts in the world. That's a lot of podcasts doing dope shit. But when it comes to beats and rhymes and MC shit, we 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 really we really are them. You know, I don't even like using that term. I'm him and I'm them and all that shit. But we we we've been that. I mean, what 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 your man uh what your man the the bowling boys say. He's like, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> That's nice, yo. Uh, but on that, you know how we do, man. Still in 2023, man, we work for the money. We live for the love. And we definitely die for what we believe in. And if you don't do nothing in your life, respect hold
1: Holders. They do hip-hop better than you.
0: Oh, this is Tissie in the Tape.
2: Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. Is yes, there.